The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Diabetes was the catalyst for me to become who I am today. And you, you might hear stories like that, but what I mean by that is I grew up with a disability, no limb difference, two fingers in my hand and a shorter left arm. So I was visibly different and I grew up in a bad, bad area. I grew up, uh, you know, poor. I was made fun of. I was bullied. I went through a lot of mental health issues and there was low moments in my life where, you know, I just didn't want to be around anymore. And I went through everything from, you know, substance abuse to all kinds of hanging with bad people and the, the epitome of going down the wrong path and getting diagnosed with diabetes was a catalyst to at least make a shift um, in the sense of, okay, I know that lifestyle is not for me. I want to do something different. I don't want to just be that disabled diabetic kid anymore. Like it's a joke at this point. Cause like how much more can go wrong? I was still in that pity, pity me mentality. So I said, there has to be more to life than this. And there is, and the funny thing is my disability didn't change and my diabetes didn't change. What changed was the, the thoughts I told myself about myself. I stopped beating myself up over what I didn't have, the fingers I didn't have or the look I didn't have or the life I didn't have. And I started saying like, what do I have? Uh, the antidote for greed is gratitude. And when I say that, I mean, greed, we usually think money, but a lot of times we have greed as diabetics. We have greed for people with health. We, we crave, we are jealous of people who are in seemingly perfect health. We, we crave and we envy those who don't have the struggles we have. And I don't know if you've ever felt that, but I've felt that envy towards people who don't have to manage their condition minute by minute. I've felt that envy before for people who have all 10 fingers. I've felt that envy for people who lived in a perfect life. But envy, that, that greed, the antidote for that is gratitude. It's understanding what you do have. I would have never met you. I would have never met my best friends that are in the type one community if it weren't for this condition. I would have never made these decisions to get out of the lifestyle that I was in if it weren't for this condition. I chose to change the narrative 
but the story elements are still the same. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think having diabetes as a catalyst for that sense of gratitude is, is a perfect way to put it. And even from my own perspective and my own experience, I was a seemingly carefree 19-year-old, fit, healthy. The thought of diabetes ever being associated with me was just something that never crossed my mind. So when almost overnight you're told that you're a type 1 diabetic, you now have to inject yourself pretty much every time you eat, multiple times a day. It's, yeah, obviously it's a massive shock, but you do have that sense of gratitude and it's like, well, I do wish that I didn't have to inject myself, but I can manage this. And you can absolutely. And that, see, that's, that's what I want to mention too. I think people get this vibe that I, I say like you get diagnosed with diabetes and you should be happy. Like, hell no, that's the dumbest shit ever. Like no one is happy with diabetes. (laughs) Let's clear the air. I am not sitting here like, being happy that I can't grab a glass with my left hand because I'm missing a left hand. Like I'm, that's not the mind <laughs> that I'm trying to help people understand. What I want them to understand is to accept what is to, and I'm going to say this phrase and I'll, I'll go into it a little bit more to domesticate emotion so that it doesn't ruin your life. We tend to naturally blow things out of proportion in the sense of telling ourselves this story that doesn't exist yet. Tell me if you've done this. You were diagnosed with diabetes. You start looking up what diabetes is. You see that diabetes uh, kills people and causes blindness and amputations and all this. You don't even look at the statistics that show the majority of them are type two. We won't even go there. But you start seeing all this data and then you start seeing, oh, you have to take shots all the time. You, you start overwhelming yourself with this information and you start creating a future of misery and you start living in this future of misery that doesn't even exist. Mm. we spiral out of control we almost fantasize negativity and it keeps us dormant and if we don't learn to domesticate the emotion that ruins our lives we're allowed to have emotion but we are not allowed to let emotion run our lives if it's going to make our lives terrible not only for us but the people we care about i vow to be the person i never had growing up and for me to do that i need to take care of myself mentally physically emotionally that's my job. And that's the job I've given myself for the people looking at me and for me looking at myself in the mirror. I think we can, we almost instinctively jump to negative conclusions of the results of situations that we might be thrown into. And diabetes, as you say, is a perfect example of that. You're, you're told you're diabetic and you're thinking, oh God, I have to inject myself. I have to monitor my blood sugar. What can I or what can't I eat? How is this going to change my life? And it is that, and I I preach that on on this podcast all the time of how it's your mind shift that makes the difference because diabetes is as much a psychological condition as it is a physical one. And not, not just diabetes, but every aspect of your life, if you're not clued into how can I combat this mentally, it's game over. So when we talk about that too, fear is a protective mechanism. So fear, that, that fear of like what's going to happen, what if, that anxiety, fear is naturally a protective mechanism. Uh, it's a, a method of survival. Talking it's about adaptability, fight or flight. Fight or flight. Yeah. We are 
ingrained to have fear. Fear is not an emotion we need to get rid of. It's an emotion we need to domesticate and control. So when you are fearful and you start to have these spiral fearful thoughts about diabetes, take a second and appreciate your mind saying, hey, I appreciate you bringing this to my, to my you know, attention, <laughs> but we don't need to go that far. I appreciate that you're trying to protect me, but I got this. And that, that thought has really helped me. Because when I start to spiral, I'm like, hey, I see that, you know, this is a protective mechanism. I appreciate it, but here are the things I'm going to do. Here are the thoughts that are going to affect it. I always ask myself, is this thought or is this behavior going to push me forward or hold me back? Is this choice a choice I'm going to be proud of looking backwards? And if it's not, I shouldn't make it. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.